Hi bloomers, it's Wendy, and I'm thrilled to welcome you back to another episode of Bloom with Flores. In this episode, we'll celebrate the beauty and growth of friendships, whether you're tuning in for some uplifting stories, insightful conversations, or just a dose of feel-good vibes, you're in the right place. So grab your favorite cup of tea, a bag of popcorn, settle in, and let's dive into the wonderful world of connections, laughter, and the blossoming friendships that make life truly extraordinary. Let's get started. I'm joined by my dear friend, Bertha. I'm absolutely delighted to have you join us today. Thank you for being here. Together, we will explore the various dimensions, joys, challenges, and nuances that make friendship such a vital and enriching aspect of our lives. Feel free to introduce yourself to our listeners. Hi, everyone. I'm Bertha Wendy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. So how do you personally define friendship, Bertha? I think for me, friendship is really about family. It's about um, people that are in your life that you can trust, that are there for you, um, and that accept the good and the bad and the ugly and everything wonderful about us and all the in-between. So you have a group of lifelong friends that in itself is a blessing. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, what makes for a strong and lasting friendship? I mean, I am very fortunate. I have my group of friends that we've been friends since we were high school, um, since high school. And I think for us, um, we just don't have expectations on each other. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those friendships that we all respect each other's lives and how busy we are. I mean, we have kids, we have families. So, you know, if I don't hear from my friend for a couple of weeks or a month, like when we talk, it's like, it was like yesterday, like there's no expectations on that. Like we don't get mad at each other. If we, you know, maybe I might message somebody and she doesn't message, she doesn't message me back. I get it. You know, sometimes it's like, yeah. you know, you're busy, you have kids and it's not that you don't want to engage or you don't care. It's just that sometimes life gets in the way. Um, but I think for my group of friends, we just love each other and respect each other that it's okay. Like it's just, it's never been a big thing for us. And you know, we do make it a point. We try really, really hard to get together for those like significant dates. You know, we just had our girls Christmas. Um, this was last weekend and this was, we've been doing girls Christmas since we were 15 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's something that we're super, like super committed to, like, we don't care what is going on. We always get together. We celebrate, we try and celebrate each other's birthdays. It doesn't always work out, but you know, when, when we've needed each other, we're always there. Um, but at the same time, we don't put these crazy expectations on each other. Um, yeah. and I think that's, what's made our friendship so easy. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe why it's lasted for so long. So you just touched on how, you know, things change because people have other commitments and they have a life, right? So do you feel that friendships change and evolve over time as people transition into different stages of their lives? Absolutely. And I do think yeah. sometimes, um, you know, I mean, I can speak for myself. There certainly have been friendships that, um, and it's not to say that I don't have love for them um, or I don't think, you know, fondly of them, but sometimes you just outgrow each other. Yeah. You outgrow each other. Um, maybe your, your, your morals are different or your values are different. Um, 
I think I can only speak for myself. I try not to carry like hate in my heart or yeah. resentment in my heart, but absolutely. I, I do think that there's certain people sometimes and it's sad, but you do outgrow them. Okay. And I've heard you say in the past <laughs> that friends can also be like soulmates. Do you still agree with that? A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. I, you know, I definitely have some friends. You are definitely one of them that I would consider a soulmate. Mm -hmm. It's just people that you vibe with. It's people that you connect with that understand you. Sometimes they just have to look at you. You don't even have to say anything and they just know how you're feeling. You're just so in tune with them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my partner. I love Doug very much. Um, <laughs> But we love him. Be, yes. <laughs> but I would be lying to you if you know. I I I I don't know. I I see some people, and it's like their you know their husbands or their partners are their everything. Yeah. And I've I've never been like that. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter, you know, who I've been with. I was married in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, but my friendships mean so much to me, and like you know, my friends and I will send each other little memes, like, you know, when you grow old together, it's like, oh, maybe we should get a house together. And like, we can grow old together. Um, but I, I, for me personally, I do think that uh, there are certain friendships that are definitely they are your soulmates in life. Yeah. And in what ways do friendships contribute to mental well being? I mean, I think for myself, it plays a huge role. Yeah. Um, you know, I love my family, but my friends are my escape. My yeah. friends are the ones that I can be silly with that, um, you know, we get together and all we're doing, it's like those belly ache laughs that you just can't stop. And, you know, I, I personally, I feel like my friends, they fulfill my life. So you know, I love my family. You know, I love my daughter. My daughter is my everything. <laughs> yeah, I um, but um, my friendships, my friendships are very important to me. And I think, you know, um, as much as, you know, my life, my, my family, my child has shaped my life and who I mm -hmm. am, my, my friends have also played a role in that. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been there with you right through your ups and downs and Oh my gosh. All the different you know, stages I, of our lives, right? I feel sometimes like if one of them wrote a book, I could be in <laughs> trouble. Yeah. Maybe we'd all be in trouble. Um <laughs> but yeah, I mean, my friends have been there through everything. I mean, mm. the literally the birth of my child, Wendy, you were you were there in the mm. hospital when mm. I was in labor. My, you know, like um, my, my first marriage, my divorce, you know, heartbreaks, like my friends have been through it all. They have literally picked me up off the floor when I felt like my world was crumbling. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think sometimes, and we've all had those moments, by the way. <laughs> oh, Lord, oh my God. And I think sometimes, you know, there's certain things that happen in your life that you know, I mean, Wendy, you have a really strong mom, I have a really strong mom. Mm -hmm. And there's certain, you know, situations that, you know, you go through that you almost can't share those emotions with your family. Yeah. Um, whether it's you have the pride, you know, like we're, we're Latin and Latin women, um, you know, we're raised to be like, you can't cry for a man, you can't show weakness, you can't cry in front of your kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and we, and we do it right. Like in your, your pride, you have so much pride. 
which is, you know, a, a good trait in some ways, but you know, with your friends, you can be vulnerable. You can cry. You can share those emotions that you don't necessarily feel comfortable sometimes sharing with your family. For sure. For sure. So I, you're an all-star at this, but how do you balance different types of friendships in your life? Because everybody has different needs, right? Um, how do you think you've been able to balance that? I think sometimes it's just being in tune with your friend's needs. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think we're all, you know, we're all different. We all need different things. And, you know, I have certain friends that sometimes they need a little bit more and, um, I'm just conscious to try and give them that, you know, I know, I know it's not perfect. And, and maybe sometimes I, you know, I, I could probably do a better job at reaching out, but I, I know that there's certain, you know, I have certain friends that whether it's just what they're going through in life or it's their personality that sometimes they just need a little bit more TLC. So I feel like maybe that's my responsibility to try and give them that. And then I have other friends that it's like, you know, they're, they're just doing their thing and I can call them like (laughs) easy and I can call them like once every six months or once every four months. And it's like nothing. Like we literally saw each other yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, can you recall a time when a friend crossed the line that made you question the dynamics of your relationship? You don't have yeah. to share details, maybe just, you know, just say. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think when you've been friends with people for so long, decades, like literally decades, there's, there's going to be situations where maybe you felt disrespected or maybe you felt like they crossed the line. But I think for me, at least, um, you know, when you've been friends with somebody for so long, it's it's not even just like that. It's just humans aren't perfect. You know, we're not perfect. We, we, we fuck up sometimes we make mistakes and I know I'm not perfect and I know I haven't always been a perfect friend. So, you know, who am I to judge sometimes? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like when you, when you're friends with somebody and you love them, then forgiveness plays a big role in that. And at least for me, um, it's not like anything's ever happened where, you know, slept with my man or something where it was like, you know, to that point where you're just like, okay, I, I can't, like, I can't be friends with this person. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, when I love, when I love somebody, then I'm always going to give them that second opportunity. Um, There are very few friendships where there has been a a line crossed where I just felt like there was a point of no return. And in those situations, you know, I can, I can think of one, I'm sure Wendy, you and I are thinking of the same thing, or you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I don't harbor any ill will. Like when I think of that person, I do think of them with love. I yeah. do remember the good times. Um, and I, I, I wish them the best, but it just, that friendship was toxic, at least yeah. for me, it was, it was yeah. toxic. And, um, you know, it just, it, we, we just kind of, you know, reached that crossroads and it just mm-hmm. couldn't be the same. Yeah. So uh, you just touched on that, but um, obviously there's been a time where you had to walk away from a friendship, 
as much as it hurt you, um, since you're mentioning it, um, was that the only option you think? I think at that time it was. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's not to say that if like, I were to see that person down the road that I wouldn't speak to them. I mean, fuck, maybe they wouldn't speak to me. Right. But (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who knows? Um, but it's not that I wouldn't speak to them, but um, I feel like with that particular friendship, even before the situation happened, yeah. um, I didn't necessarily agree with choices or right. maybe the, the lifestyle that they were living. Um, but it was the situation that happened that I guess it forced both of our hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just one of those situations that, you know, oh man, there just wasn't any turning back from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I mean, again, like if I were to see that person, it's not like that I wouldn't speak to them. I just, I just don't think we just have, I don't know. It's not even to say like we didn't have anything in common. We just grew apart. There was just yeah, different, totally. different, it was a different path. It, it happens. And, and I've heard people say, you know, friendships sometimes are seasons or people come into your life um, yeah. to serve a purpose. Right. And, um, and I agree with you. I think that you have a big heart, you know, and, and you're very forgiving. Um, so I appreciate that about you. Um, what are some strategies for making and maintaining friendships as adults? Because we have families and jobs and you know, our kids and stuff, um, you do need to make that effort to keep in touch with your friends and to be there, whether it's just like sending them a little message on Instagram, like sending them a text, but, you know, trying, just trying. Yeah. Just being there. Um, okay. Well, you just spoke about that too, but, um, how has technology impacted the way you communicate? I know you just said sending them a text or a DM on Instagram, um things have changed since we were growing up right like definitely definitely I mean god in order to get a hold of you if I had to call your parents house right (laughs) you get to like ask permission um I think it's good and it's bad right like there's definitely good and there's bad I mean the good thing is that you know if you don't have time to be sitting on the phone for 30 minutes you can send somebody a quick text you can um send them a joke on Instagram or on TikTok and um but at the same time you don't sometimes you don't always talk where you know back in the day you were forced to have to call somebody and like sit on the phone and you know that obviously is a little bit more personal um however with the technology the good thing about it is that when you don't have time it's still you still have uh, options and opportunities to still stay connected like my bestie lives in Jersey and back in the day that would have been so hard, right? It would have been calling each other long distance where now we FaceTime each other, you know, we, I get to see her kids. Um, We send each other voice notes. Like right now we've been trying to schedule a phone date and Mm -hmm. her life right now is super hectic right now with me work is super hectic. So we are sending each other voice notes. Like sometimes I have to actually open my Instagram. I think I have like 10 voice notes from her that I need to listen to. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, but that's how we stay connected. We'll send each other little voice notes throughout the day and just keep each other like updated with what's happening. Yeah. And, and to that, I think that there might be instances where you, um, 
find out or get, see information on Instagram or something mm-hmm. um, about somebody and you realize, oh, I didn't know that, right? Or I didn't know that person was on vacation or I didn't know that that person got married or, right? So yeah, yeah it has its its pros and its cons. Um, okay, so how can friends support each other during challenging times? You mentioned um, that you were divorced at one point. Mm-hmm. Did you find that there were certain friends that maybe could have reached out a little bit more and been there more to support you during those times or it didn't I, really matter to you? Personally, for me, no. I mean, the friends that like I, I would say my friends were were really there for me. Um, you know, I remember when when the marriage initially broke down, um, at the time I was living in Scarborough and I actually lived like down the street from my best friend or up the street from my best friend at the time. And my other, my other, who I actually call my soul sister, Coley, um, she and I lived next door to each other, like in the buildings next door. And they were at my house every single day. Like they came to see me every day. They were there to make sure that, that like I had a shoulder to cry on you know, um, I remember Cole coming to my house and like bathing Jelena and like, they were just like, they just never left my side. And, um, you know, at that time, at that point in my life, I just, I needed that. I needed the, the distraction. I just needed my, like my friends to be there to just let me know that like, you know, like everything was going to be on. okay. Everything yeah. was going to be fine. Um, so, I mean, personally for me, I, you know, I feel like my friends were super supportive. Um, and again, like, you know, everybody's a little bit different. And I think they just, they know me very well. They knew that they know how I am. And there's certain times that like, I needed their presence, but I didn't necessarily needed to talk about it. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to discuss it. I just wanted them there. Um, yeah. And they always respected that. They never pushed me to have conversations that I wasn't ready to have. Um, you know, if, if all I needed was a girl's night with some wine and laughter, then then that's what they gave me. If if I needed to, you know, cry, then they just let me cry. If, you mm-hmm. know, and I think when you're going through a breakup, you, you know, you go through all the emotions, right? You're rational, you're irrational, you're sad, you're angry. And they just let me you know, just be a hot mess. And they just didn't, I just never felt judged about it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when my, when my divorce happened, we, we had a, they threw a divorce party, like they threw a divorce party for me because, you know, I think sometimes we, we always celebrate like marriages, right? When people get engaged, when you get married, you always celebrate it. But some marriages are toxic, right? Like mine was toxic. So, yeah. um, sometimes divorces aren't necessarily something that need to be, it's not something that you should necessarily be sad about. Like maybe you're sad in the moment, right? Like when you're going through it, but when you, when you walk out of that and you have the clarity and you realize like, fuck, this was the best thing that could have ever happened. Why not celebrate it? Like, you know, like why aren't we celebrating toxic relationships that end? So you know, I remember the girls like saying like, let's go for dinner. And they had like a little divorce celebration. And I was like, fucking yeah, like, this is awesome. So yeah, yeah. You know, I, 
for me personally, I, again, like I'm, I'm very fortunate to have had such a solid group of friends in my life. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what are some examples of traditions? You said the Christmas, um, you know, the Christmas celebration you guys have the yearly, the annual, um, is there anything else that you find that's meaningful to you on a yearly basis? I mean, we, we definitely try to get together for birthdays. We, we do our best. And I would say for the most part, we succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but Christmas is probably the one thing that we, it, it is done without a fail. We do it <laughs> every year. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's harder. I mean, like when we were younger, oh my God, birthdays, it was like birthday weekend. We were partying like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you get older, it's a little bit harder, right? You can't always do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will certainly try and at least go for dinner. Yeah. That's the one thing. We'll try and do dinners for birthdays. And then um, Nicole's usually pretty good at trying to get everybody together to do like little fun things. Um, but yeah, I would just say Christmas is probably the one thing we've, we've stuck to for sure. Can you share a personal story of how a friendship has positively impacted your life? I know you just mentioned, you know, your whole divorce and how your friends were there for you. Um, It could be outside of the group. It could be somebody you work with. I mean, you know what? I, I feel like I've had lots of friends that have positively impacted my life. I mean, I have some work friends that have really pushed me to expand and try harder and try and you know climb that corporate ladder um you know I I think for me I think you know that the my close friendships they all contribute something special to me yeah um you know all my friendships are a little bit different um you know and and sometimes it's just I admire them I admire how how hard they try. Like, you know, Wendy, I look at you and you were a mom at 16 and you, you did so much for your kids. Like you were a kid when you had your kid, when you had Tanya. Um, but that didn't stop you. You know, you worked so hard. Um, my God, you'd be going to school, having two jobs, like trying to make ends meet. Um, and I remember when I had my, like Jelena, that was something that, you know, when I would look at you and I remembered how hard you worked, like you just, you never let anything stop you. You just never let life get you down. Um, you never felt sorry for yourself. Like you never mm-hmm. sat there and just like complained that, oh, life was so hard and you wanted to give up. And, you know, when I had Jelena, I mean, God, I didn't pick the greatest dad fuck people are gonna think like I just like toxic man after toxic man okay fuck um we've all been there god and um you know and I would I would remember how hard you worked and you just never you just never felt sorry you owned your shit you just owned it whatever mistake Mm -hmm. you made owned it and you carried on and I think for me that kind of influenced me when I had my daughter um not to make excuses you can't make excuses. You just got to like, you got to deal with the cards that you have and yeah. you got to make the best of it. Yeah, for sure. And we were there for each other. I know you were there for me so many times and I can't thank you enough. Like, I love you so much. Um, What advice would you have for people looking to make new friends, especially at our age now? 
Um, I think trying to be open. Like, you know, I think when we, as you get older, you're kind of set in your ways, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you like certain things, you don't like certain things. Um, but, you know, to, to make new friends, you got to have an open mind and you have to be kind of, um, you know, I think that's one thing with work friends that are kind of special because, yeah. you know, you work with people um, that maybe if you had just met at a party or you met in a social setting, you wouldn't necessarily think this is anybody I have in common with. Um, but working with people really forces you to get to know individuals on a, per on a deeper level, right? Like, of my course. God, sometimes you spend more time with your work family than you do with your own family. Yeah. Um, but it pushes you to get to know someone that you might not necessarily have things in common, or you maybe on first glance, you think you don't have in common. Um, but as you get to know them, you just are like, yeah, like I totally vibe with this person. Like maybe we don't necessarily have things in common. We don't listen to the same music. We didn't necessarily hang around the same type of crowds. Um, but you just admire what they bring to the table and you admire their qualities. So yeah, keep an open mind. Um, try new things. Like if you're, if you're trying to meet new people, <clears throat> go to a paint night try and join some sort of club, like yeah. try and, you know, join, whether it's like, if you're into like boot camp, like join a boot camp. try and get to, yeah. get to meet people. Like, um, I still keep in touch actually with some of the girls that I used to do boot camp with, because, you know, you just, you're in an environment where you're kind of forced to get to know people. And then you're like, yeah, these people are not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you share some of the same, um, interests, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we're going to play a little game. Um, oh yeah. So uh, just to close off this episode, give me your thoughts in relation to friendships when you hear these words. Okay. Okay. Companionship. Someone to just um, spend time with. Just someone that's there. Okay. Commodity. Um, being being aligned, like just being aligned and respectful, being supportive, supportive, I would say, commodity, supportive. Yeah. Alliance. Um, loyalty. Bond. Um, my God, bond. It's a connection. Yeah. Harmony. Peace. Like, like to me, it's like an easy friendship, just a peaceful friendship. Yeah. Unity. That to me is a little bit of like a little bit of everything. So it's like companionship, it's loyalty, mm -hmm. it's just, um, and like respect. Solidarity. Um, again, that to me is like being loyal, being loyal with someone standing by them. Yeah. Trust. That's a big one. Yeah. That is a big one. And I think that encompasses a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, in order to be friends, you just, you have to trust them with everything. You have to trust them with your life, with your secrets mm -hmm. um, and with your, you know, with the ugliness that all of us have a little bit, we all got a little bit of ugliness inside We do, and yeah. you know um, you've got to trust you for me. It's like my friends, I, I just trust being that I'm safe. I guess for me, it's like, I just feel safe to be myself. 
understanding? Um, it's like compassion and empathy. Um, and just, uh, an understanding, just like being understanding of whatever situation is at hand Mm -hmm. and affection. That's the last one. Love, Mm -hmm. just showing love and, um, you know, everyone, everyone needs different types of affection. Um, and it's just trying to be in tune to that and being in tune to, to the people, like your friendships, like their needs. Okay. Thank you, Bertha, for your sportsmanship and having this candid conversation with me. Thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. Yeah. Do you have any last words you want to share? Um, about last words I mean I I think this is a great topic um you too and I think I think friendships like especially as we get older they're sometimes they're a little bit harder to navigate and um you know I I think as well sometimes um you know as we get older maybe we have a better understanding I think when we're young sometimes you take advantages of your friendships and you know you you don't feel like you need to necessarily make an effort, but as you get older, um, I think you have a better appreciation of how important your friendships are in your life and what they mean, like how meaningful they are. Yeah, like that is you. that's one thing I've always told Jelena. You know, you don't necessarily need a huge group of friends. Um, all you need is one, two solid friends, like people that you know that are there for you, that love you, um, and it's important. Like it's important to have friends in your corner. Um, you know, I think sometimes as we get older and are in relationships, sometimes we get a little bit like you're so fixated on your relationship. And, um, you know, I've always told my daughter as like, you know, she's growing up and, you know, she's in her own relationships. Like you can't lose sight of yourself. You know, 100%. And we've always talked about this, right? Like, yeah, that you always have to have um, an identity outside of your relationship, right? Yes. You need to have an identity. You need to have people like your people, not, not not just like, Oh, you know, when you're together, like you're, everyone's like little couples and they have all their friends and stuff like that. Or, you know, certain relationships where like every time they do something, it's like all the husbands or the boyfriends are always there. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like that. Like fuck (laughs) that shit. I don't, I don't want to hang out with just like, my man and and like just the guys and stuff like I love my girl time I love just being with my friends um and yeah like they they're part of you they they're the ones that like you know you can just show a different side oh yeah yeah for sure yeah like you just show a different side and um I don't know like I personally for me and you know I love Doug. I love him very much. And he is my friend, but I love my girls. My girls mean so much to me. And, you know, I know for myself, I've had, I've been in a couple relationships and that's not what defines me. It's, it's the, it's my friends, right? Like it's my friendships that, you know, fuck have kept me grounded and have, you know, have kept it real. Yeah. Yes. Like your friends keep it real and your friends keep it real in a different way than your partner, right? Mm-hmm. Like your partner can say stuff to you, whatever. And it's not to say that they can't keep it real, but when your girls tell you that's different, 
It does. And it hits different. It hits different, right? Because they know you. Like, mm-hmm. they really know you. They know how your mind works. Mm-hmm. And um, I've always appreciated that. You know, maybe I don't always appreciate it in the moment when I'm getting fucking called out for my shit. <laughs> but um, I do appreciate it. And and I think that is part of part of being a friendship but like part of just being a friend is being able to look at your friend and being like you know you're being fucking ridiculous right now like you know Mm -hmm. you're wrong in this situation like Mm -hmm. you fucked up um (laughs) you know I mean you've told me that like you know you fucked up be fucked up so you know or sometimes your friends just they just need to tell you like Mm -hmm. you you know this situation that you're in this shit is fucked up and I can't believe that you're putting yourself in this or I can't believe like you need to stick up for yourself like this is wrong um and I love that I just I love knowing that I have certain women in my corner um that are just there for me and um, yeah they're they're warriors they're yeah they're and and each and I know your friends and I have an appreciation for your friends as well um we've all been through our own um stuff but they yeah. they are definitely warriors and they've always uh rided for you I can say that yeah they have right and mm-hmm. and I have for them like you know like I I love yeah, my friends sure. I'm I love them I respect each each one I feel like each one brings something different to my life um we all have different strengths and weaknesses um and at the same time like we just we know how to have a good time you yeah. know, like I, and one thing I, I love about them is that like, you know, because we've been friends for so long, our kids have grown up together, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, my daughter calls you guys like she, you guys are her theas, you guys are her aunties, like, yeah. you know, and our kids consider themselves cousins. Yeah. And that is how deep the roots are when it yeah. comes to, to our friendships. And I love that. Like, I love seeing Jelena interact or talk to her cousins and it's like it's not even blood but that's how much we mean to each other that it's like it's blood yeah for me it's like it's it's like it might as well just be your blood family yeah you know they always say like family by choice mm-hmm. you can't always choose your family but my friends it's like I got to choose them there you have it bloomers in closing let's celebrate the beauty of friendship and express gratitude for the meaningful connections we are blessed with that enrich our daily lives here's to the joy support and cherished moments that true friendships bring as we bring today's episode to a close we invite you to share your personal stories in the comments or through our social media channels your stories inspire us and help us grow together as a community of bloomers stay tuned for more exciting content and until next time keep blooming